On today's show, I'm joined by Voya Medic to talk about Nikola Jokic's decision to skip the World Cup. But more than that, we're going to talk about what's next for Jokic now that he's an NBA champion, as well as some other layers uh, with, with it all. This is Locked on Nuggets. You are Locked on Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Mades, back from vacation, back and refreshed, ready to get this thing going, chomping at the bit to be talking about the Nuggets again, which is great. I feel like, um, you know, sometimes you need a break and then you come in hot. You come in ready to go. There are all these topics I missed while I was gone. I'm ready to fire them off. Um, Matt Moore is on vacation, so we swapped places now. He carried last week, did a great job carrying last week, uh, had some great guests and great shows. I'm going to try to do the same this week and give you some good Nuggets content Monday through Friday to help me with that. I'm joined by the incomparable Voya Medic, host of the Nuggets Serbia podcast, Serbian uh, basketball expert, or at least aficionado, and he's here to talk about the World Cup. Voya, what's happening, brother? Hey, how you doing? I see someone says you're you're looking tan. It's I'm looking very pale. That's the <laughs> by comparison. Yeah, I'm good. I'll say the aficionado. I don't I don't want to call myself an expert uh, in this stuff. Um, you know what's tan? I was in Iceland, so I was not getting any sun. Well, I guess I don't think I was getting any sun. I was in like a road trip, so what? I didn't go to a tan place, but uh, but I appreciate it. Somebody did say give a shout out to Bronny James. That news just came across the yes. timeline. Unbelievable! If you didn't know, LeBron James's son. 17-year-old son suffered cardiac arrest earlier today. It just came out like 20 minutes ago. So obviously our thoughts go out to him. That's horrible. Um, I'm always, you know, I've had, a, I don't know if people know this. I had a heart surgery about six years ago. I have a faulty heart. So this is basketball players with heart issues are something that's always like near and dear to me. So my thoughts go out to the LeBron family. That's a, a really crazy story. But today we have a really full story, uh, a really po- full podcast for you. This is going to be a Jokic cast. And I know people tuning into this are primarily Nuggets fans, though there's a huge crossover between Serbian basketball fans. So I want to say at the top of this, this is not just going to be a Serbian national team podcast. In fact, only segment one will be about that. Maybe it'll bleed a little into segment two. But I think it's interesting whether you care about the Serbian national team or not in terms of understanding Jokic and where he is right now. I don't. I thought DNVR and Matt Moore did a great job yesterday about talking about the different layers and, hey, Serbians feel differently than Americans do, and you have to kind of respect it. But there's some other layers I want to get to here, um, Voya. But first, I just want to start with this part. Were you surprised by this decision from Jokic? Not really. I I can't really surprise. Disappointed, yes. Or like, you know, just we'll talk about emotions. Not surprised because I had a feeling when he came into the playoffs hurt with the wrist – I thought honestly he might have to have like a procedure or something, and I was like, "This is he's dragging this for years now. This is think's been the the Warrior series too, like that 2022." So I was ready for like some injury, you know, the nagging injury to be uh, to be a situation. So no, but I, you know, I was hoping honestly, especially with with how he finished the playoffs, that that might not be a factor. Um, and it turns out it wasn't that; it was like other other factors. But I'm not; I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at all, to be honest with you. I mean, just this was the longest year, obviously, that he's played. And I just thought the the rest aspect, I know some people don't really like that. Whether you like it or not, I just think it's a real part of this. I will say, I will say, Jokic's timing, I think, is kind of interesting. Because there's oftentimes where me, even with Nuggets, I feel like 
I want something from Jokic that he almost is, understands the bigger picture to. And I do – the one thing I'll say is I've seen a lot of takes from Serbians saying we know we don't want him. He's chosen not to do this. Look, again, I can't tell you how to feel. The only thing I'll say is I remember that sentiment in, what, 2018 or one of those years when he first missed. 17. And then he came back. Then everyone was like, this is the greatest. And then he skipped again. And then he came back and last year helped qualify for the World Cup with that incredible game at Stark Arena. I just think it's going to be like this. And I think my big take from all of this for you is when it's all said and done, Jokic continues to bring me things with the nuggets that are better than I could have drawn up myself. And I honestly think the same thing is going to happen with Serbian basketball over time. At some point, the story is going to be better than what people expected. And it's not going to be on the timeline you drew up. But I still do. You, you kind of share that sentiment. Uh, it's it's funny. That's the thing is like I'm not with him, especially how unorthodox his career has been. I don't want to you know uh, write off anything. Um, it's it's really uh, it's really hard. Like I'm it, I've been not struggling, just like thinking about over the over the last couple of days about the, just so many layers and and situations. And again, the thing is, he said something. You know, he said something about you know we would like to win a lot more than like any, you know, just a sport itself. Right. Um, I personally to just, you know, go on to some first, like this, you know, context and stuff before we go into my disappointments and my opinions. Um, I've always been able to just separate the art from the artist, like in general. So uh, the stuff that he, you know, stuff that players do off the court, a lot of times I can like put aside and not in like a, you know, not if something like very, very drastic, but like, I'm watching him play and people a lot of times because I, you know, because I host this Nugget Serbia podcast think I'm, oh, Jokic is unfallible and like he's the perfect everything and I don't, he's, he never does anything wrong uh, because I just love, like, because he's my favorite basketball player. But of course, no one's perfect and he's he's also human. And there's, again, there's reactions, there's, you know, there's a whole lot of spectrum of reactions to this. Um, and I, I, again, I don't want to write anything off with him because again, we've seen 2017, it was, go flip tires this 2021 right. was like well it's yeah it's three weeks but you have some of these guys jumping on the on the plane and playing in the olympics and and then 2022 you have the full you know nuggets jerseys in the stands in in belgrade and it doesn't matter you would go into the euros and then it's like well he didn't couldn't lead us to euros and now it's just like well he's not playing so he's bad again so that part doesn't surprise me that was like we were ready for this it was like the game of thrones brace yourselves uh, do you feel like so, there's yeah. any self-awareness though too because I understand sports fandom and the like you love a guy you hate a guy you love a guy like as soon as he does something good for you love him I mean the Joel Embiid whiplash from 76ers oh. fans this summer to me is comparable yeah. where it's like four months ago they were arguing he's the greatest center of all time right now they're arguing that that he's like the biggest fraud or whatever like the 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 the, the slingshot is crazy do you feel like the slingshot that like now there's almost a self-awareness to, all right, the people that are doing this are maybe a little more volatile and, and living in the moment a little too much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly do. That's from my perspective. And I think a lot of, a lot of people um, have that perspective. Um, thing is like, again, because you said it, it's, it's fandom. It's, it's hard to explain. Like we'll get into like explaining like the meaning of the national team. Like I am, Certainly not to, because I moved away at a certain point and like when I was there, like it was even hard to like, I was on the tail end of the successful years. So that like fervor and that fire wasn't even, it was just, I, I caught the last, like the dying hearth of it. And I still feel like 
every time the Serbia plays. Like I've, I never have the knots in my stomach like when a Serbia plays, like when Djokovic plays, like someone that represents the country. And that's something, again, it is really hard to like, I don't know if how much people understand here or because, again, for national team, it's different. I always say it, it's maybe similar to like a college, like something your hometown is representing, like so on a smaller level, like a Colorado, like something on the state level. Um, because again, America is so huge and there's, that's why I think the national team situation is a bit different, but again, it's, again, it's really hard to, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, um, I don't know how I want to say, I'm not, I'm not condoning anyone that, that goes too far. Like there, there's, I've seen like very, very too far things being yeah. said. And that's like, and I think that's the outliers, like in everything you have, like the, you know, you said the Sixers fans that went too far with Jokic discussions this year on the NBA level and other players on the NBA level. And then you have like the rational stuff in the middle. It's like the Gaussian curve. Like you have the right, middle that's right. more average and outliers on both ends. Like you have people that are saying, good, he's not playing because of uh, government issues. And then you have people that are like cussing everything and, and speaking like despicable things on one end. So I think it's complex like anything else. Well, I think at the heart of this, in some of the messages I've received or just replies, somebody said something like, Adam, your, you, you know, your nation's identity is the core of who you are. How could you possibly turn your back? And I can remember thinking, like, I'm a more patriotic person than most people. It's like not in vague to be that patriotic these days. I am, you know, just personally on some level, like, you know, still proud of like the American ideals. But I don't identify myself as like American first. Like, you know, that's not like if I'm writing all the things that I like identify as myself, that's so low on the list of things. And I think for Serbians, it's very, very high. And I think that's part of what's different here. So when people are telling me, you know, about answering a call to your national team, I'm thinking, I understand that you feel that way, but you have to understand that fundamentally, that's a different mind frame than what an American feels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why that's what the rift comes in. That's why I was a little bit active on on Twitter the last couple of days with with Nuggets fans and inter- interacting more than with Serbian fans because again, like I'm, in Serbia, it's again the spectrum is wide, and I I have I have opinions and I I'll express them here. But it was more that of just like we you don't like when someone when you don't understand a context, like it's really tough then to hear your opinion or like just coming in and coming in with oh well he's not getting paid or. Um, oh good he's resting up to do a repeat for the nuggets like that stuff is just kind of like you know salting the wound like you know adding adding fuel to the fire already but even the paid Uh, part boy real quick just interject the paid part because i see a lot of like americans reply with yeah well if it's 50 million dollars this or that and that almost shows you the american mind frame where money in your job is almost more of your identity than your nation and again i don't even think people realize that is like so inherent intrinsic in who they are and serbians don't understand that probably from the american perspective yeah I, I, that's the thing is I, I because it's again that's why the impasse comes so quickly it's not like the down the road it's literally the crossroads immediately at the at the at the at the cultural differences again which is not not saying anyone's right or wrong it's just that it's a difference but then not understanding the other not trying to understand the other side and being like maybe i should sit this one out uh and not like comment on stuff that I don't understand is is my is my uh, my opinion generally because I live in America but like I certainly don't interject myself in a lot of historical arguments that are come you know and, and issues that are that are inherently American because again it's something that I'm not yet familiar with and the thing is like you guys from DMVR and a lot of uh, Nuggets fans to a lot of their credit um, and I've said it 
uh, in interviews in Serbia too, but Americans are curious generally. And so a lot when, when they don't know something, like they would want to find out, like that's my, that was my experience over these years of like, oh, where are you from? Serbia. Oh, let me read about, let me read about it or ask you some questions. And so you understand you've been last summer and you saw like the, the, the excitement about the national team. So now you understand. So now you have the context to have a discussion of what that means to us and what about the, you know, the national pride thing. And like you understand, identify yourself as Serbian and maybe like for Americans, it wouldn't be one of the first things is again, that shouldn't be like your core thing. Like again, people are complex. It should be a list of things. Mine certainly isn't like, well, it's only Serbian and it's, I'm going to identify myself based on the successes of athletes in my country. It's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a huge list again, as like, we care a lot about, the the teams that play for us like i've watched the, you know the, the fiba 3x3 tournament i was like watching with and out of my stomach like i wanted to i wanted serbia to win whoever they play and they've won like five times in a row like every year there's a world cup like but you want to win every time is big out there it's i mean it's the it's the sport like, if i was to have to say like what's the the sport that has been played like i think three on three has been played more than five on five even accounting like professional basketball back home like crazy it's just how it's just how it is and then we, and, it, and it's like, okay, it became an Olympic sport. We basically got it to be an Olympic sport. And they lost one game in the Olympics. We were bummed out. And they won bronze because they lost in the semifinals. And we were all bummed out based on a young sport that's just been there for around a few years. Again, it's just – it's it's again, it's really hard to, like, articulate. You know, my first jersey was a Stakovic jersey from the national team when they won the world cup in Oh two, I was, I was 80 years old. And like that stuff sticks with you. And again, I said, as I said, like I've gotten the tail end of it. Right. Uh, and so that's just, that's the hunger. Like we've seen va- water polo, volleyball, like women's basketball, a lot of these, everyone wins. And a lot of them come regardless of the pay. It's like some, uh, it, again, it's just tricky because America is so huge and I understand why it's not, that's the for me. That's the main core. It's just so huge. Yeah, and, they have a comment here from Seoul. The U.S. is too big to know itself. I mean, this is so true. And and like Serbia is much more homogenous. I mean, yeah. you know, in a, in a lot of ways, culturally specifically, but even ethnically and and you know, religiously and all these other things, significantly more so than than the U.S. And so it is just a completely different aspect. But I want to get in. So that part, I think, has been well documented. And, and I think people, especially people that follow my work and my colleagues work through DNVR, different things, have kind of gotten to know that over the last year. But I want to get into some other layers on the other side, including about is the Serbian national team kind of in disarray at the moment? Perhaps there's also some of this that, that's leading to some players not playing. But first, I want to tell you guys about FanDuel. You can take your first swing at betting on the MLB at FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under or who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win... You can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on NBA than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Sign up today by visiting FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Be right back with more Locked On Nuggets. Back here with Voya Medic talking about Jokic here. I want to ask something here about the world cup that I think is a little more interesting because he's not the only one that decided not to play this time around. 
Yeah. And there have been some rumors, and I po- poked around from different people. You've talked about this before. A lot of the sports publications in Serbia are pretty unreliable. They'll, they'll print rumors that are, you know, I mean, it's almost like ball sack sports, it sounds like. It, it really, it really, it really is sometimes. Oof, it's, it's really rough. And I, I, I don't even know who to, like, exactly who to trust. I would say this, as far as, like, Jokic's side of what I'm, my disappointments and stuff is because of the state of the media, I have, Every time he like decides these things, like I wish he would come out and say it. Uh, not that we hear from like the portals that I really don't trust. So like on Sundays, news was, was starting to come out, and I'm like, I don't. These are so unreliable in the way they write it, in the way that they report it. Like even the press conference quotes, like you would hear an actual quote, and then you see the reported quote, and you just see it like miss maybe one word or one context just to incite the reaction. You have to like that's, study that's, an article to try and figure yeah. out what is being extrapolated I mean, from what concrete. Yeah. Quote. You remember the one with like the the championship is championship team is falling apart, eight players are leaving, and it's all like the back of the bench. Oh right, that was right, the right, article. Right, like right, you know, right, they're right, falling right. apart because they don't want to pay like you know Jack right. White and all these. Yeah, so right, that, that's right, kind right. of the stuff they can. Yeah, somebody said the Nuggets thing. roster is falling apart because they lost eight players, and they yeah they cited Jack yes. White, Ish Smith, yeah. like. As if those players are players, the Nuggets are falling apart because they're gone. Um, But I want to get to this part here, though, because Serbia is more traditional than the U.S. And, well, actually, first I want to get to the media part and say one thing. The relationship, I'm so curious about the relationship between players and media, or really media and any entity, because to me, the more there is conflict, the more there is like a break on both sides – Mm-hmm. There should be a healthy tension between those two, but when there's too much, it becomes like North and South Korea, where they're almost like not even, you know, communicate. Like it's so hard that the that the information that gets out and that the the conflict becomes so great that they're almost just constantly at war. And it sounds like in Serbia, some of the sports publications feel that way, and and, and it's too bad. But the part I want to get to here is Serbia is so traditional, the World Cup. With pro sports, with the way the world exists now, it's different. Whenever I hear the old legends, by the way, going back and learning about Danilovic and Djordjevic and some of the and Body Rogan, all these guys, I love those stories. I think they're great. I can't ever fully fill them the way Serbians do, but I really appreciate how great those stories are to me. And I can only imagine the way it feels to, to Serbians. But at the same time, I just understand that the world is different. Oh, yeah. That to oh, compare yeah. today's era to them, I saw somebody say, even if he wins one gold, he'll still be seven behind Bodhi Rook or whatever it is. And I keep thinking, like, guys, stop. Like, that yeah, was the world back then. It's, 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 it's like saying you can't catch Bill Russell. Like, yeah, it's a different league. It's a different era. You know, you have to contextualize that. But that being said, the U.S., Spain, the countries that have taken over over the last 20 years in international competition or, or have continued to win – have made dramatic reformation. And I kind of look at Serbian basketball and I look at what I've heard of Coach Pesic, that there have been these insanely long and intense practices in between back-to-backs, which is just absolutely absurd. Some of the selection process and just not modernizing the process and admitting it uh, that the world has changed, to me seems like that could be a part the core of some of this. And then I see some of the Danilovic, I know a legend who's now the president of Serbian FIBA basketball federation, who I've heard by the way, is a thorny personality, a well-known thorny personality, but he has some very pointed comments about Jokic that are like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. you can't force the square peg into the round hole on this. 
Yeah, so I, I will start off. I, I yeah, I want to touch on that too. I want to start off. Thing is, like, it's really again. People, I'm I'm apologizing to everyone because this is really a complex topic and it's sometimes hard to articulate in a way that like, it's that we can you know a lot for time. It's I'm on like on a lot of spectrums. I don't think anyone is on one side. It's the fault uh, of anyone. Like, yo, Jokic could have played. And then we now we're gonna go into the the federation stuff. I I agree. Spain took a lot of doctrines that we have uh, that Serbia is, is you know put forward over the years. You know, you you talked about Alexander Nikolic in documentary. That's the you know put forward a lot of stuff. And Serbia was always at the forefront, and we still do like coaching clinics and stuff. Problem is again is that I I think personally that we're stuck still in the in the old school old school days as far as style of play, how, again, the national team is selected, uh, what kind of factors come into when selecting guys. Spain took our stuff, put it forward. Honestly, like what, what U.S. is doing this year, it pisses me off because they're going to, if they keep doing this, they're going to start like actually putting together runs of like so many competitions in a row, not just based on, oh, we're going to put Steph Curry and LeBron James on the team. Like, I don't know if people have been followed, like what USA team has selected. It's like, a lot of young guys coming up, like fringe all NBA, all NBA fringe all stars, to lead this team, which they have like you know seven or eight year career in front of them, on the select team to come to spar with them. A lot, of, basically none of the none of the vets, just young guys and a few of them that were in the qualifying national team for the you know the the new FIBA rules with the qualifiers. And for me, that signals like, hey, they want to actually set the hooks in in these young players that it's cool to play in these FIBA competitions, that there is some pride in like going to and right. wearing that USA Jersey and going to the Olympics next year and, and, you know, doing your thing. And again, then you have like Halliburton, Josh Hart, Jalen Brunson, like first off the rosters is really constructed well, but then they can then in a few years, like keep this train going, the young guys coming in, Jalen Green, all these, they're going to be looking at these guys in front of them and be like, Hey, I want to be on that team. I want to do, what they right. do, especially if they come in and be like, man, that was so cool playing over there, being in that environment, like a team tournament, like almost like an AAU uh, for this, for like the pros. That's, that's what, <laughs> that's the, the way to go for, for Serbia right now. First, I was really disappointed with the last Euros, the style of play. I personally believe the Jokic was unutilized, not utilized. Completely. Of course, it was, it was ridiculous. This is what I mean. Like yeah. we talked about this before, but the idea in Serbia about the team is more important than the individual is only partially true. We also know that the individual in basketball is more important. Like some individuals are just simply more important. And I was so infuriated watching Eurobasket as that lead evaporated with Jokic on the bench, just thinking play the guy. And that's what I mean. Some of these yeah. old cool things, but I even just think the idea of like, expecting the same level of national commitment from guys who weren't in the NBA back in, you know, during wartime, weren't in the NBA in a world that exists differently to nowadays where it's like, no man, basketball has become a different commitment than it was back then. What just full stop, like back in the eighties and nineties, Larry Bird personally drove, uh, dug a driveway in his summers. Like, like yeah. nowadays guys are like, you know, working on their body almost 365 days a year. Just things are different now and it takes a different toll. And again, you don't have to ex you know, like, like it, but you yeah. should accept that it's the way the world works. And I always get frustrated with people that just don't expect that don't accept the way the world is. Like yeah. you have to learn how to work with the things that can't be changed. Exactly. It's, 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 I mean, it's different the, the actual, a lot of actual dates when the, 
competition is played are different than it used to be. Right. Uh, a lot of the, you know, uh, again, going back to like a lot of discussions uh, online was like, oh, he's not paid. The thing is, it used to be, and it still is in a lot of cases for these like role player type guys where um, besides the actual advancements, because I do believe my theory is like a lot of players that are on the fringe uh, of being something much bigger, they when they go to national team, it helps. It helps a lot. Like I've, I've tracked like a bunch of players over the years, including USA players that went to the went to the World Cups or Olympics or, or Euros and came into the season like just shot out of a cannon. Like just this year, you have Markkinen and Porzingis having career years coming off of Porzingis wasn't on Euros, but he was in the qualifiers. Markkinen had a great Euro. He came in at, at his like obviously you can argue like maybe you would have done the same, but there is like a clear correlate like. 2010 USA team, you have Rose, Westbrook, Durant, like all these on the verge of things coming in that year. They all had career years, Harden, I think, Iguodala. Uh, the other, the other thing about that year was that in many ways it propelled those guys to new heights. Like if you remember, that team was called That's the B I mean. team. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, going yeah, there yeah. actually became a thing where it was like, yeah, see, we did what you said only LeBron and them could do. We did it. And I know it sounds funny because it was Kevin Durant. But at the yeah, time, but it's 2010, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't quite there yet. So – I think that that was a cool, and I actually think Team USA still has a little bit of this, but could maybe even do a little bit better of the, hey, yeah, but come, it's your turn. Like people are saying, oh, the LeBrons aren't playing this year. You can do what KD and Rose did, which is now become the guys through a great performance at these tournaments. I think the flip side of that is that you had players like Damian Lillard do this and not play well. So there's always a risk of That's like, yeah. you go there and don't play well, you almost like lessen yourself just a tiny little bit. But for me, that's the big reformation with Serbian basketball. I would love to see them. T- tell me what you think. I mean, I'm kind of in love with Jelko Obradovic. Every person I've ever talked to about him, just like every story is like this yeah. guy is like Jesus. Um, so I'd love to see him back. But if not him, like uh, there are so many great young coaches. I think you yeah, need that's, a young that's coach. The, that's for me. That, that's for me. I would love to see young coaches with innovation. You, you talked to Marko Barac uh, that was on the, on the Nuggets Summer League team. Of course, I – he, I think he's too young to be like the the, the main guy. I'm saying like Why? collect. I think it's I, well. I think the just like the experience of of leading because he's just gotten to be like yeah. the mega team, like on just That's on the, on the higher levels. Like he's five years older than I am. Like it's he's very right. young. Uh, but I'm saying like, but collecting the the the, the coaching staff. Ogie's now on the coaching staff this year. So I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, you get Ogie from the Nuggets with that he much. Is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, they cool. they talked about it yesterday on the press conference. He's one of the, he's on the one of the assistants now. Um, shout out also Dave DeFore. He's in Georgia. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he actually called me. Yeah, and uh, so my thing is again because going back to last Euros, the the uh, the lack of utilization of Jokic, not just in minutes, just the way they played. We are still playing the traditional. He's a center. He's doing right, center right, things right. like. How, over the years, we've seen him do like you know, go off the curls, inverted pick and rolls, like coming off the dribbles, like pushing the pace. Like for him, it's just like that's the even when he was you know with 2016, that was one of those things like we were really quick uh, with quick with the ball, and but it was always guard oriented. And now it's just the world changed. The type of players we are now top heavy, as in the 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 forwards heavy. What what are the innovations? Like you have Spain just always innovating stuff. Like every right. tournament, like they won World Cup and Euros. Like it's with the- But that's even strategically, Voya, which I think is more just like do you have a good coach or not? You can be an old school coach who can innovate, but I think it's more cultural. It's more of the idea of like, hey, we really will be better with Jokic and 
a Bogdanovich and any guys that are the NBA. So what does it take for us to get them? And is it this principle that it is good to make the full commitment and do three hour practices on one off days in between two sets of back to backs? Is it morally good or is it actually just ridiculous and unrealistic? And I think traditional minded people and traditional minded entities look at things as value, you know, propositions as it is good because we've always done it. And it's our way that we grind these guys and we push them to be mentally strong versus this is actually the best basketball player in the world. We probably don't need to test his medal in a three-hour practice on an off day in the middle of a tournament. He probably knows what he's doing. He's an adult. He's a he's a pro. Let's make the, our schedule actually fit to him. Not because we're just catering. People will say, oh, you just cater to stars in America. Sometimes it's catering to logic. And I think that there's probably a little bit of that that, that can be healthy. Um, and then that goes, again, probably more to the top. <clears throat> Jerry Colangelo, when he took over Team USA – I think understood that the world had changed. And even though he was an old school guy, he started putting in processes that said, we used to value this. We no longer do. How can we adjust to get the same result with different sets of values? And I just think Serbia probably has to do that. And again, I'm an outsider. So take everything I say as just an opinion with a grain of salt. But it does seem to me like perhaps there's some of the leadership at the top, including a coach and a head of the federation that maybe is not the person to be able to steer that mentality and spiritual shift. I pers- I believe that it's like people are talking about Danilo. You mentioned Danilovic as as a thorny personality. Obviously, Pashic is old school, and you're right. Like it does old school doesn't matter. Like you know, they have old coaches in the NBA, like always putting something new in. And again, that's why I was disappointed because I expected again because they did invite some younger players on the staff last Euros. I was like, okay, they you know they brought up young players. We have a very interesting team. Uh, Vasa isn't like traditional, traditional point guard. Jokic is basically your point guard anywhere on the court. You have essentially a Nuggets type team around them. Kalinic in the Gordon role, all that stuff. I was, I was a man, you just have a playbook. Like you watch Nuggets games and it's again, it's not catering. It's just logic. Like, Hey, Jokic is against these type of players and against this, he's the best in this way. Or like, okay, Italy's coming in. They're a small ball team. Like, why do we then? Don't look at all the play, you know, all the teams that do it is just small ball. Um, again, we have Smilagic this year is like very versatile guy. Like, will we see him at the five this year and just right. do small ball and like spread out people and do the basically what Italy did to us? Just like he can shoot, spread out, pick and roll, a lot of room for, for whoever's left yeah. of the guards. That kind of stuff is that we didn't see. The plan B parts of like the unpreparedness was what disappointed me last year. And as far as Danilovic is, it is disconcerting and like people have been telling me because when they saw that I was going to come here, like, Hey, mention like a lot of circumstances, mitigating circumstances on the Jokic side of, again, from a personal level, at some point you just get fed up because you come in in 2019 as a first team, all NBA, you're not a center, you're a backup power forward um, on one end. And we're all like Serbian, everyone in Serbia is like, what the hell are we doing? Right. Then right. Right. You come in the next time and you're like, well, he's, the, he's the main guy or like right right Pesic comes out and says Kalinic is the most important guy on our team to like whatever do the yeah. no one's bigger than the no one's bigger than the than the right. than the team kind of situation and then you play 29 minutes in the in the closing game and again on, on my end I'm like looking also Jokic being like dude why don't you speak up like why don't you stand up and go and be like let me get in this game we're losing I want to go play but then he's more of, we know how he is. He's more of like, I'm going to listen. You know, the coaches have the, you know, he's going to listen to him alone. Uh, he's going to be in his role, whatever they tell him. 
And that was just, and then Danilovic going in and be like, after he wins the title, comes out and says basically like, well, I don't know if he's the best in Europe or the best in Serbia ever. Like, right, right, right. Those just things say are, it. That's the thing I, is like, even if you don't believe it, just say it at this point. Like you wanted something that no one ever he's did. He's speaking, by the way, of Danilovic, the head of the Serbian Basketball Federation, coming out and saying that of Jokic. Basically, I'm not sure if he's the greatest Serb he's, currently yeah. or whatever. Like, and then now, and then this this it, was for me was like the, the 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 cherry on top was on the press conferences. Uh, again, they spoke about why Jokic isn't playing, and again. We didn't hear from him. I was disappointed in that situation. Pashic was like, well, he's not mentally ready, physically ready, which, again, we can all understand because – or don't understand because we've never been in any close to situation uh, and none of them have in the in the basketball sense. And then they asked Danilo, it's like, what are the expectations of – you know, in the – not of, of Jokic, of, what are the expectations in the, in the World Cup? Like, we're going with this – what team – like what's the medals? Were they expecting an answer of like medals? Of course, we're battling for. And he's like, "Well, I expected Jokic and Vasa to play." Right, 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 right. Hey, like, let me let me do this though, just because our American audience, your Serbian audience, I think is going to love this, but the American audience is going to get lost with all these names. So I do think that the head of the president, uh, the head of the Serbian uh, Federation, Danilovic, he to me would be like Michael Jordan. Not in terms of talent, like Michael Jordan's the greatest. Danilovic isn't one of the greatest, but he was a very good player. I just mean in personality. He's old school. He's kind of a cocky, like arrogant, back in the day, old school kind of guy. And he's steering the ship. And then I think Pesic is almost like Jim Beheim, another yeah, guy yeah. of like glory days were maybe well behind and might just be old school and not really flexible. So yeah, if yeah. you had Jordan and Beheim running USA basketball, it would be a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Jordan would be yeah, talking about every player. I, I, say, I say for the prickly side and the confident side and stuff, I always say that because we hear a lot of, you know, all the players, like even like the ones we consider not good are like so confident because you have to be to get where they, they've gotten in their careers. Like you have to believe that you're the best. And from the Nillage perspective internally, you're like, no one's better than I was ever. Like I'm the best. It's like, I understand that part. But again, you're the, now you're the president of the federation. You're not just a guy, a retired basketball player. You're supposed to lead the country or lead the federation in every way, including at the press conference. Like imagine Kroenke being like last year after they lost to the Warriors, being like, well, I expected Jamal to play. Right, right, right. You know, right he was right, healthy. Right. Like they cleared him. You know, why didn't he? Yeah. You know, like that, that was my expectations of this playoffs. Instead yeah. of being like, well, we were expecting to fight and not young. Yeah, and the result like, was he came back later maybe than they wanted and then won a title. So yeah. you're right. The, the results. And this is why, and we have to move on, but this is why I see this comment from a Serbian. Adam, you speak from NBA stance. We don't do that here. Everybody has to work. Those with most talent prevail. And by the way, this came to my thing about maybe not running the practices so hard and doing all these things and adjusting to the, to the players. That was That comment came in response to that. I know. What you are talking about there in a philosophical term is called a normative value, meaning that is the value from which the decision starts. I'm t what I'm saying is I understand that. I'm just saying that you're going to run into the same results over and over again because the ground that we stand on has shifted. And if you continue to operate as if it had not, you're going to continue to get these results. Maybe you get a very jingoistic Serbian player as great as Jokic who says, forget the way the world has changed. I'll wreck my body. I'll do this. Maybe you will, but almost certainly you will not. So you can either stand on your traditional values, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion, you guys, but you can either stand on your traditional values and probably um, continue to get the same results, or you can say, okay, the world has changed a little bit. Players have changed, whether we like it or not. How do we adjust ourselves so that we get the best results and be results-based? Maybe that's culturally 
just there, those lines don't cross. I don't know. I'm just telling you the nations that have had success have been the yeah. ones that have acknowledged that. Well, the thing is that core principle doesn't have to change. That's the thing is you can evolve around it. That that core, like I would I would argue like Malone is your stubborn older school coach. Like that core that we talk about earning and and like you know not being ahead of the team. Like Yo Kitchen Murray had to earn. Like we've that was the thing that was talked about during this right. playoff and, and championship round, how the Nuggets were built organically. And that's again that core is very similar to me than what we're talking about for Serbia. And I believe that it could like, you just evolve, you know, some ancillary stuff around that core, which still can work. Like you don't have, it doesn't have to be like, well, we're not going to practice or what it just, everyone is, you know, the talent will prevail. The, everyone is a part of the team, but you cater your team based on the abilities of your players. Like the good coaches adapt to what they have on the court. Like, again, traditionally we've had great guards now we don't anymore as much so why don't we change the style of play but you don't change the philosophy of the you know the the talent and the team prevails it's just you you steer into the style of play that'll cater to everyone the best and so it's that that's again is is even even though like i i know you know that you're from the outside like that that core that people are commenting about is can still be there and you just uh, evolve around it with the world. We went, we went really long on this part and I think Nuggets fans are going to want to get into some of this other stuff. So we're going to go long today, (laughs) but getting to this part, I want to talk about what's next for Jokic. And Mm -hmm. one thing I wonder, let's forget the national team aspect of this, because I do think Jokic has learned to compartmentalize those different things. Better than any of us. (laughs) Yeah. Better than any of us, just because I think he's gone through it now and he's kind of learned but now if we go back to Jokic, the Nuggets player, the NBA player, winning a title, do you feel like there is a pressure that is off of him that – I mean, he never shows the pressure, but do you feel like Jokic can, will be a meaningfully different player now that he doesn't have that pressure of having to win one? Oh, that's – that's I've, I mean, generally you would say no because you see a lot of these guys like, oh, we won one, we won another. Like, you know, you push forward, doesn't matter. You, there's a difference though between drive and pressure. Oh, fair. Um, yeah, I, I believe there's there's going to be. I think he'll feel less pressure. Again, he doesn't speak it, but he's, it's there. We, you know, it's it's naturally there. Like there's no way to not be. So I, be, I believe so. I think they push through. Um, like Embiid has a lot of pressure coming on him next year. Like I don't know how he'll respond to it, but he's going to start having more and more pressure every day that goes by. Whereas Jokic has already climbed the mountain. I just want, and now he's entering his prime or still in his prime. And I just kind of wonder, like, did you see who was it that threw that pass yesterday? That Spain guy, yeah, a, over his shoulder, then tapped it. That was the crazy. I think that might be the single best pass I've ever seen. It was an accident, too. <laughs> was it an accident? Okay, well, well, I he, just tried, if well he tried to behind the back pass and he hit his own elbow, and the ball, ball went high. And then he and then he oh. did the I oh, just wonder I mean, if we're the, gonna get yoked with the quickness in that, like, yeah. in that scenario to, to think about oh. that. Yeah, it's already, it's already, I mean, look, it's it. Jokic has already thrown some crazy passes. And when he's in preseason mode, oh, I get, I get what he's going. Yeah, yeah. And some people have told me that in practice, like you should see the stuff he tries in practice that he'd never tried a game. Part of me wonders if this year we get that. If this year he's like, you know what? I'm going to dick around a little, throw a couple crazy passes. <laughs> I'm all for that. Cause I, I do. I said this year, I think at one point, uh, because they did show like career highlights or something big. And there was a lot of like, oh, you know, and, and I clipped a few, and I'm like, man, I, I missed this Jokic when it was just like, let's see if this goes when the Nuggets were like going in lottery or like we're close to the playoffs. Like when it wasn't 
basically like 2016, 2017, 18 years, like he would still remember like the behind, you know, behind the back between three guys or like the, you know, the, the Jamal Murray, like, you know, over the shoulder thing. He doesn't try it now because again, because the responsibility is to win and you don't want to mess up some pass like that during the game. I would love to see that happen. I would love to go be like, let's, let's, let's dig around and like, let's see if, you know, if this between the legs thing goes. And I mean, if you're just less worried about what, I mean, not that Jokic is obsessed. Again, I think he cares less than most stars about what other people think. But I do wonder if it's even what he thinks of himself. Like, okay, we've won, so I'm afforded a longer leash to try more sambor shuffles or to yeah. try more like crazy stuff. And I just kind of get the sense we might I, – I just wonder if we'll get it. And then I have another one for you. Um, Marco Baric, I did this series of interviews on the DMVR YouTube channel. You can go check out. One of the things I really thought was interesting is he said there were two – things that define the Serbian mind frame. And the first one was a knot, right? Everyone counts us out. That's when we're at our best. But there's the polarized version of that, which is, but we also suck when everyone counts us in. And I wonder (laughs) if like Jokic has climbed the mountaintop. He's number one in almost everyone's rankings now of best players in the NBA. And I just wonder if there's a like, is this bad? Is there some like... (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't be... If you told me like next year he comes in and, and you just see him like... 2019 start of the year even though he had a bunch of game winners but if you're not like physically i mean like yeah just like eh, okay i guess uh i wouldn't be surprised because that's one of those things where you get to mountaintop and it's that again you re, you know, got the title and you're like well i got the title and i can like you know it can be chill again it's i think it's human nature and might not be just serbian but you're right like every time you <laughs> talk about the national team every time we were like the favorites nothing happened right like so so yes like that there is there is a chance i don't think it'll happen because i think there's a team around him that is not uh not gonna allow it like the personalities are tailored well around him that uh that it's it's not gonna happen but i, I would be it would be hilarious and it probably would be uh it's not a zero percent chance for me honestly <laughs> <laughs> right do you Andy Bailey went on DNVR the other day with Harrison Wynn and said his hot take was Jokic scores fewer than 20 points per game. I think 20 is kind of low. Like, I just think he falls out of bed and scores 20. Yeah, no. That's the- I, but I wouldn't be surprised if he scored 22 a game if next year was a more passive Jokic in the regular season at least, or at least early on. Do you feel it's more likely that he's lowers his scoring or ups his scoring? Uh, it's, the thing is, I don't. For me, it's the, the the factor of MPJ and Jamal how how they come into the season. If they're cooking, uh, yeah, I could see that because it'd be like, ah, eh, cool, cool, like they guys, they guys, you know, the guys are doing it. Uh, if again with the bench uh, again being the the question mark, he might have to do it again. Just like the the amount of points in his hands might have to be twenty five again to be like to do what they did last year uh, in the regular season. So I don't know, but it is it is a funny take. It is also like how he is as a player. That's why it's so f- complex to talk about him in any context is you wouldn't surprise you, right? Like, I mean, yes, 20 points is like a little for him now because he's such a high level at this point. Like he doesn't, you know, barely misses and stuff, but what it surprises us, like what it surprised be 22, 21, a game and like 10, 10 assists and, you know, 12 rebounds and just do the, you know, 10, 11 shots a game kind of deal. Right. Like, no, it wouldn't, nothing would surprise me at this point. I don't, Again, I don't think it'll happen. I think he's matured enough to, you know, especially now he knowing how to win a title. I don't think that's going to go that way. But I wouldn't. Again, not as not a zero percent uh, probability. The last thing I want to get to here is, you know, I famously a couple years back speculated in large part because I just heard talking to people. 
you know, wouldn't be surprised if he retired earlier than most players. You push back on this with me in a private conversation, but we'll have it publicly now. And you not push back. It's just more about here's another angle to look at this. And we always said because Jokic, you know, has other interests outside of basketball and he loves Serbia so much. And maybe he just wants to go back to his horses, retire young and, and seems very family oriented. You I want to start by saying you said Serbians that come to the U.S. specifically, they're really you can almost break them into two categories. There are those that come here and spend find a Serbian circle of friends in America and then almost become more Serbian in some ways and that they miss the homeland and they kind of insulate themselves from American culture. And that's a very common thing. And then there's others. And you found yourself to be on the other type of this. By the way, Marco, who always comes out to our takeovers, he's from Chicago. He comes here. He's expressed a very similar idea that in Chicago, there's a lot of Serbians, but they kind of stay in their own area. It's almost like they built Serbia in Chicago, not that they've become integrated and, and assimilated. You say you're the other type where you came here and said, no, I'm going to ingrain myself in American culture. I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to be drawn into that. What is that distinction? And where do you see – do you see Jokic as like firmly one or the other? Um, I, I The distinction comes from just the, the main core for me. The reason what I believe is just how you – how your mind processes leaving uh, and like why you left and the reasons and – Again, that's whole different, like deeper conversation and personal that I won't get into. But it's just like how you process. Okay, like I, I left home, um, and s one side believes maybe that by leaving they'll they're like they that means that they're not Serbian anymore, or they will forget uh, the stuff that they like over there, or like or are so they they left but are are against or like averted by or not um, are not not even dejected. It's trying to find like an adjective, just like they're they don't like the culture here or like they don't like some parts of it so they're okay we're gonna cocoon ourselves into our own thing like it was back home and then again sometimes romanticize and create like a some honestly like a nostalgic nirvana for for them in a different country for me it's always been like okay i'm leaving i'm never gonna forget what was serbia what that means what that means to me and like and i'm gonna carry the best of it with me and then I'm going to take the best of another culture, which is in this case, America. And I'm going to like then forge my path forward and, and then basically open a lot of doors more than, than I would if I just cocoon myself into a Serbian community or, Ser or just like eating only like Serbian food or watching only Serbian stuff and just essentially isolating myself and living in a bubble, one foot in Serbia, one foot in America, but mentally neither. Uh, so that that's that's my like kind of because that's why I'm in the second group of like I, I'm ingraining myself, but not forgetting just like moving forward. Right. Uh, Jokic from what from how it looks like from the outside. And again, through the experience I've seen, like all the all the, you know, the variations, he looks more on the side of, of the first side of like he's bring he brought Serbia with him. He doesn't really try that much to like, you know, incorporate himself into American culture. He does this, you know, comes in, plays the basketball game for a job and and that's it yeah. um and it's nothing again this is nothing wrong it's just like explanation of what but i what, what do you I think about because Jokic? one of the things i've always said about him is that he seems to not be that ingrained in colorado <laughs> like he almost feels like he sets up shop here and works and that's why he flies out right away and so for me yeah. he does seem like i don't know how many american friends he has outside of the team right and i he just seems to me like the first type the type that almost has a, a, a longing to be back in Serbia. 
Yeah, yeah, I believe so too. I mean, again, uh, there's nothing wrong with any of either of the two. It's just like different approaches to how you cope with with leaving and and like switching places where you live and being away from your family, everything familiar, uh, you know, for you from for in his case, probably like in my case, 19 years of Serbia, like going into some somewhere else and like again coping differently. Again, when I came in, I was the first couple of months. I was the same way. I'm like this all sucks. Like I hate it here. And, and then I just had to like sit down with myself and be like, it does it suck or do I am just have an attitude right. uh, that I don't want to accept that I'm here, that I'm sad that I'm here or something, you know, even though I want it to come like it's human emotions. And the culture is so foreign. Like, honestly, I, I said this in the documentary, but Serbia is not really East or West. The U S is very West. I mean, it might be like yeah. this, in modern times, the tent pole of the West and Serbia not being that, like anytime you go, I, one of the reasons I always say I love to go to Seoul, Korea. It's one of my favorite cities. And in large part because it's so foreign. It's so much the East. And all of these little differences, they're so strange and, and in many ways to me bizarre. And I almost like that because it makes you think about the things you take for granted as just like normal and universal. You see them done opposite and you're like, hmm, I thought this, what can I learn from this? But other people might go there and say, they're just too strange. It's weird and like not like it. And I almost get that that's what you're getting at, that there's a lot of Serbians that come to America and go, that place is too yeah, yeah, It's yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it, it is. And that, again, this is just how people like my one of my best one of the best advices I've gotten is from an uncle that, the you know, my mom's first cousin that he lives in America and lived here for years. And it was when I, before I came here, aside from anything like, you know, logistically, is just keep an open mind about you're going to another place. Like, don't scoff at anything. Don't judge before you before you understand. Um, and that's that's a, that's basically the mantra. I've lived here in America for, for so long. Just like, OK, maybe I don't understand it right now, but like maybe I will or I'll give it time. And if I still don't understand it or don't like it, I don't have to incorporate that into my life. But there's a lot of things that I've you know, that I've uh, incorporated from America that are awesome. That's why I was like, it's interesting that, again, we're talking about this in the context of Jokic retiring as in, because again, he's, he's kind of when he, because he, how he left right after the, the parade and stuff, it's kind of like when you come here for school and you just leave as, as soon as the semester's done, go back home, right. uh, you know, go for summer and then come back for, for school year. And that's kind of how it felt, how it looked like. But the reason this ties into Jokic's retirement early or late or whatever, does he have a full career, is you posited, you kind of shared that Sambor is still a small town in Serbia. And that one thing is that the small town, you know, maybe with school and this or that, you will get a better education than the U.S. You will have maybe a more global perspective. And even if you end up back in Sambor, there are things that can be available to you or to a family like healthcare, like a, a higher level of healthcare, especially if you're rich in America, right? Not for everyone, but certainly yeah. for people of Jokic's class. School, same thing of Jokic's class. You can get the best schooling opportunities and different things. And that as he starts a family, there might really be a reason to say, hey, living in both places as opposed to just being back in Serbia, living in both places is maybe a thing that appeals to a person who's so family oriented. Am I kind of expressing your your thought on this correctly? Yeah. So my my thing was when people are pushing or doing the oh he's going to retire at like thirty and go back to Serbia when I ever see him again, is again with like all the conversations today is nothing would surprise me. Like not, none of the decisions would surprise me. I personally believe that 
again, his wife came in to college to play volleyball. I just believe that she understands. And then I think even he, they understand like the, the especially when, because of the, the money and riches, they're starting a family. Not, uh, uh, Augena was born in America. She has a citizenship here. Just the opportunities for education and paths in life uh, are, are way different and more, more, there's more options here than, than he, than she would have in Sambor. So I believe that that comes into place when we were, and to be fair to everyone's like when they were discussing, he's retiring early is before the family stuff. It was like when he comes in with the shirt of like, I'm playing video game, I'm stopping video games to, you know, there's like the kid stuff. I believe like when, when life gets involved, like personal life, it's same, you know, we talk about like LeBron leaving every time. And it's like, he went to LA personal reason, you know, personal business reason stuff. And eventually was like, I'm not going to leave Bronny's here in school. I'm not going right. to separate from myself. So I really have, I'm skeptical of him just like pulling Ognien out of second or fourth or fourth or fifth grade and being like, oh, well, now you're going to switch completely culture and we're going to uproot you and go back to Serbia into a small town and then, you know, figure it out from there. So that was, again, this is really like wild speculation. I have no. Well, we don't know. Like, we can't speak this for is, them. We're, of course, just trying from to. Someone, think about you know, living in America, that like it would, that would be like the train of thought for me would be like, okay. She might have more opportunities than I ever had as a kid in education, you know, in you know, obviously medical care as well. Like any, anything, uh, God forbid, like that happens, stuff like just more options. Like that's the for me that I think that's something that shouldn't be underestimated when that when that comes to mind. Yeah. I don't think Jokic will be like Dirk, who lives in Dallas and has just made that his home. Yeah, that I don't think it'll be yeah. like that. But I do think there is. It would make sense to me that splitting time for longer as you raise a family, also just like let's be honest, man, your kid starts going to school, moving them, not just. Well, that's what I mean. I, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. about this all the time with my girls. I moved them before my youngest got to school, and my oldest had only been in kindergarten. That wasn't a tough move because they hadn't put roots down. If I moved them now, when they've already both been in grade school for a couple of years, it would be so much harder. If you extrapolate that just to from a whole another country and culture and everything else. That, that becomes even more difficult. So there is a chance that Jokic maybe looks at this and says, hey, splitting time between Serbia and the U.S. really suits a family and there's a lot of opportunity and 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 maybe that's one reason that both he and his family would choose to stay in the U.S. a little bit longer and play his career out a little bit longer on top of, oh, by the way, Voya, he might make a half a billion dollars in the next contract that he signs. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, just a little like incentive. Exactly. That's, that's like another one. It was like, Okay, he might retire early, and then one thing is like, well, why, you know, why would he say, you know, say no to half a billion dollars? And the other thing is again, because because it's funny because the NBA season does correlate with school years, so it wouldn't even be like that different to just you play out right. till you're 35 or 36, like that's because we're talking early retirement, as in 31, 32, right, right. the last contract expires, and I believe that he will continue it. And again, with the style of play, that's the thing is like with the style of play, like he could probably go further. Like you go 38 if he wants to probably not maybe like on this level, just like interesting. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's, that's my just like wild speculation based on personal experience. Uh, and just, uh, I think how people, how people it's, operate. Yeah. As in, yeah. It's good cultural mind frame. Lastly, I'm going to end it with this and I just want to really, I'm just going to give a speech and then you can agree or disagree. But again, while I can't tell Serbians how to feel or really, you know, all I can do is empathize with them with how they feel, but I do want to share one perspective, which is, you know, and I know this from personal experience. It's hard to separate what does this mean to me versus what should it mean to him. And one thing with the Serbian national team, I hear people, they obviously want to watch him play 
and they want to watch Serbia win. And that is both a selfish and unselfish motivation. It's selfish because why do you want that? Because it feels great. Yeah. It feels great <laughs> they win and I want to feel great. But then there's this other layer of, you know, the, the, they, because people will say that's him. I saw in the comment, and I think somebody's been in my mentions using the phrase answer the call, right? Answer the call because you represent the country. This is his chance to represent the country. I would argue that Jokic has represented Serbia as well as just about any national team player in a different way. And what I mean by that is yeah. look at how interested and invested DNVR and really half of the Nuggets, not all of the Nuggets media, but a lot of people in Nuggets media and Nuggets fans have become in Serbia. We've all fallen in love with the country and the culture and all of these different things and really created a brotherhood over the last several years because of Nikola Jokic. So I think the answering the call portion of this to me, again, I can't tell you how to feel and I only can have my perspective, but the answering the call part to me rings a little bit hollow because he has in many ways done the thing you're saying he should do. He's not doing it in the vehicle you would like because through that vehicle, you get the second part, which is you get that feel good, which again, as a Nuggets fan, yeah. I have selfish reasons for wanting him to do Nuggets stuff. So I get this isn't a judgment, but I would say I just think that Jokic has represented Serbia very, very well in a lot of ways and and shined a light on the country in a positive way that wouldn't have happened otherwise, whether he does or doesn't play with the national team. And oh, by the way, I do think he's going to play with the national team again and win a medal. Uh, I Yeah, I agree. So that part, I believe, like, again, for me, everything has layers and like actually like. I was kind of um, laugh at like the Richard Jefferson blame pie, the pie chart of like percentages. And I do believe that representing the country and answering the call is our factors in the whole. So he, I, I agree with you. Like what he, I he put Sombor on the map. Like no one would have known where Sombor is specifically. How he represented Serbia, similar with Djokovic going out into the world and basically being an ambassador in sports and in and for the country. The part of it is playing for the national team as represented, you know, as what we talk about the term representing Serbia is playing for the national team. And there's factors. Um, and the thing is, I, I always push back also on the he has a responsibility or like he owes the country to play whatever because he grew up in it. And and it's from the, again, a more, much deeper political, whatever. My thing is the country has a responsibility to young people to develop them and to invest in them and so they can like grow up to be the the Jokic, the Djokovic, like all these guys. The the playing for the national team, however, for me is uh he also said it in June when I asked him about it. It's the privilege, uh, it's partially responsibility as in honoring the history and then pushing forward uh what you talk about when you talk about the ABA and the Nuggets and Alex English and and building off of that history, and then this Nugget Championship was all of them together, and that's why I think is like that's building, that's playing for the national team. What it means, what well, at least what it would mean to me, would be like we've had all these legends before us. It is an indescribable feeling because again, we watch it, and it's it's a way different feeling you watching it than watching anything else than watching the Nuggets. Even though I was like jumping from joy when they won. And it, a lot of Serbia was they were broadcasting the parade in on Arena Sport. Like that's how far it has gotten with him and, and the Nuggets. But I do believe rep, representing part part of the representing the country pie is playing for the national team because it does have effect to 
again, difference. Like I didn't watch NBA as much when I was growing up, but if we did watch the national team, different country, you know, the TV rights, like you, you're not watching the, the time difference, everything. So that also springboards like a new generation to come play, to watch him in a Jersey and be like, Hey, this is, it's kind of like the representation. It's like, Oh, that's, that's the guy that, that is like me. I'm from the same country. He's doing it on the same court. Again, I think what he did, did with the Nuggets also is a big factor in representing the country being the ambassador. I just think there's like also the part of uh, playing for the team that that's, I think it's important as well. Yeah. All righty. That does it. We went really long today where every time I miss time and then come back, I always go super long on shows. <laughs> it's like hard to remember the rhythm of keeping things going very quickly, yeah. but I will be back all week. Voya, thanks for your insight on Serbian culture. I always think it's interesting and maybe a new perspective on why Jokic might hang around a little bit longer than we thought. Prayers. Hopefully that happens. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And if he plays till he's 36, 37, That's good. Yeah. I think we're going to get a lot of championships. So yep. I hope that happens. Voya, thanks so much, brother. Yep. Thank you for having me. Have a good one.